Welcome to Lord Up. <laughs> a podcast where we build a world before your beautiful ears, everybody. Come on inside, grab yourself a seat. The show, she about to begin. She hey, is Sassy, how's it going? It just appears out of nowhere from behind you. It is impossible to keep her from participating. She is just, I'm in lore dump now. I'm I'm part number It's time two. for Sassy's Corner, Sassy. What do you got to Get say, Get right Sass? up at the front of the episode today. Oh, God. Yeah. Cat just fucking talks, doesn't she? Not stop. Well, now that we've got Sassy's Corner out of the way. I feel like this is a sports thing. I think that's the football one. The American football. I just got what you were doing. It took me till now to understand that you were introducing what we're going to discuss today. I did a thing that I was very proud of. And I... I'm glad it didn't completely fall flat. <laughs> it's. I'm sorry for ruining it a bit by needing to point it out as I realized what was happening. Guys, we're going to come up with an international sport for Toreg. That's what yeah. we're homebrewing. So we're going to talk maybe about a little history, about what the sport is, well, the and maybe some mechanics if your players want to play it. Maybe some mechanics if the players want to play it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good, oh, right? I didn't know that much was going to be put on us today. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. We'll see how far we get. Oh, we'll see. no what we spiral into <laughs> okay okay so so sports what are they i know if you're like me you've got no idea that's why i brought josh in who is an expert at donkey ball <laughs> josh, oh you ass when you're playing donkey ball what's the primary go-to rule set for that game uh it's... you said it was similar to something like a basket and ball it is similar for those of you who are big sports fans, as as such as I. I am a huge sports boy. Uh, I love all. You probably uh, remember him from his tour, the Force in Donkey League. Donkey, Donkey basketball. <laughs> donkey basketball is akin to. Okay, here's a clue. The name. It's in the name. The other sport is. Ball. Close. Try two, two, what's, what's right before that? A space. <laughs> donkey. Okay, so there's, you, you know, the, yeah, donkey. you know that famous sports donkey. Uh, it's like that. Tell me, is you tie a basket to its body and you try and hurl balls into it while it runs around a field. Okay, but you've just come up with our sport. That's not what our sport is. That can't be what our sport is. Okay, an element of our sport. (laughs) That cannot. An element of our sport is not a donkey, but there's a monster, and there's baskets affixed to it, and it roams around the field, and you have to try and get balls into the basket. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it is. (laughs) While you're fighting it, some people have to, like, try and hurl balls in there and get points. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) That's our sport, dude. Oh, oh man and then God, like some so some of the movements can like knock the the balls out and you lose points because mm-hmm. the monster did a jerk yeah and you can like okay so here's there's like let's just say it's an God, ogre or an etn or something and there's baskets on the shoulders there's a basket yeah. on the head and there's a basket on the front and the back okay yes okay now i'm thinking i'm thinking like 
let's how do we determine okay so well, some creatures ball. don't have that kind of makeup yeah so each creature is going to be a different series of point sets oh and the game changes dependent upon the, the game changes the constantly depending on the creature okay okay i like that i like that. oh that's interesting and the creature is the creature in on the sport or are they just there i think they're killed? trained but they're being killed also I don't think they get killed. I think these are these are. Do you lose points for damaging the creature? I think it. Yes, I think this <gasps> is humane. Actually, like Ooh. you don't want to hurt the creature. The creature is a, a trained member of this sporting community. Man, that'd be crazy if it was like a Bahir. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He's just in it for the love of the game. Don't kill him. Leave him alone. <laughs> I just because I love the concept of like a frog hemoth and like the tentacle arms have baskets on the end and they keep moving oh my around. God. A frog hemoth with like a jersey on. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm in love. This is. I this love that is thing so much. The best sport of all time. Okay. I would die for that frog hemoth. So so I I like the idea like we've got this roaming entity, and it's trying well, to keep everybody away from. The baskets. It doesn't want yes. either team to succeed. Are there two teams or is there one team? I think there's two teams. So there's two teams at a time trying to score baskets into this monster. monster, and the monsters against both teams. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. That's so strange. I love the idea. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Now how? So oh. can the two teams hurt each other? I think. The the player in me wants They're allowed the to murder each other just outright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You just can't hurt you can't the monster. Touch the monster I think the ability to incapacitate your enemies is viable. But we'd have to okay, really like weapons. Yeah, delve into like what that means. Like Okay. What if hmm, your weapons apply sleep damage? <laughs> I love that. And once you take enough, once you take your full hit points in sleep damage, you fall unconscious. I adore that so much. Mm -hmm. And any mm -hmm. damaging spells do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there's an enchantment for sleep damage. Yeah, you get hit by Eldritch Blast, and you go, "I'm sleepy. I'm eight hit points sleepy." <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little drowsy at half health. <laughs> I love that. The whole in arena is enchanted. Like it's this this space where when you do damage in that space. Sleepy time space. It's sleepy time space. Yeah. Sleepy space time. Some chronomancer has gone and screwed around with the atmosphere here. Ah, yes. Arthur Eggfort shows up. Yes. There's some chronomancy. It makes everyone tired. <laughs> okay, so that's that's like the arena space. How big is this? I, I'm i thinking like soccer field size? What do you, what I mean, do you with think? A, with the frog hemoth in there, it's got to be pretty big. Yeah. Um, I would I would think less like soccer field or like set stadium and more like the shifting terrain of a Pokemon arena. <laughs> I love Remember that. how the battles, they would change the floor? Yes. You were a nerd, right? I am. So believe it or despite being such a good sports person, I'm also a nerd. Yeah. Especially by calling it a sports person. Yeah, that's what they're called. I would know. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I was thinking more like the Smash Brothers stage for the Pokemon arena because it just constantly becomes these wildly different things. So it's a it's a set size, but then the arena continues to change. Uh, yes, yeah, so like the arena will shift into like different terrain, like a rocky mountainside, or it'll shift to be like sandbars and islands, okay, and like I love water. That. 
or yeah. like a lava thing. That'd be pretty rad. So Depending what, on the creature. Of course, so of course. Always, so like it always benefits too. whatever creature whatever that the creature, creature has wants. home field advantage. Yes, the creature is always in its own terrain. If it has layer actions, that's the semifinals. <laughs> yeah, they that they they unlock layer actions when you get into the into mm-hmm. the end game. So let's see. I'm trying to figure out the size of this. So, so I would think 125 probably... meters is What's that? about 410 feet. So 410 feet long by okay. It's 85 meters wide. I'm just doing off a soccer stadium, but that seems 410 like... is so much for D and D combat. It really is. That's a long. Way. You would need like a hundred, probably diameter circle, 50 away from the center. You gonna do a circle? Hundred and hundred. I mean, we can do something else. I'm just saying. What do you think? What do you think? Triangle. I'm thinking rhombus. I, I don't want to see a circle because that's just arena combat all the time. You know what I gotcha. mean? Gotcha. Okay. I'm, so I'm... what if the shape also shifts? Okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be the same shape every time. Okay. So I was thinking like just different elevations too. So it's not just the same. Elevations shape. is great. Love elevations, yes. especially when you've got like flying creatures and stuff like that, and players with the ability uh-huh. to fly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and then it could be like heavy wind and yeah, rain. Yeah, you simulated. could have weather in there. Oh, oh, that's a good. That's good. Okay. Are there random events? We're saying that the terrain stays the same once it's been set for the match, or does it change in the match? It can change. Is the but terrain it usually the random would... event? Or is it? It would usually benefit the creature. Or like if the terrain shifts, it terrains it shifts for like a round or two, and it goes back to being the home field advantage for the creature. I like I like random effects or like supply drops. Yeah, that's more what I was thinking. Like that's the shit I love. Yeah, you drop like like a like Fortnite. Yeah, it's for we're like a we're, good Fortnite skin. Fortnite. So it's like <laughs> health potions and bonus ac and stuff like that and like automatically attuning weapons and stuff yeah if anything like that wants to be dropped yeah like yeah i love that sleep weapons (laughs) a flame bringer like drops and you have like this crazy ass sword you're like which does sleep damage (laughs) sleep damage damage that you cannot hurt the monster with or you lose points yeah yes yeah the sleep damage if applied to a monster negates points like yes every 10 points of sleep damage done to the monster takes away a goal something like that yes so you can there's a threshold you can damage it slightly yeah if it's like oh an ability i need to damage this thing you want to pull back otherwise you'll lose points yeah yeah if you break the damage threshold on the monster then you the damage is applied and you are negated points so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like a construct in that way yeah 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 I like that. It's more strategy to it. Yeah. So we make that threshold 10 or 15, one of those two, probably 10. I think 15 is too. Yeah. Depending yeah, on the level of the players. For... That's fair. Oh, man, I, I like this. This is very good. So the this arena shape stuff. shifts. Does it shift throughout the game or is it like set up at the beginning of the match? I think it should shift. If not, like at the throughout the rounds, like maybe. I don't know. Is this a quarters? Is this periods? Is this half? I think two halves. Two halves? 
I'm trying to think of how how that would manifest gameplay. Because I guess the crazy thing is you if you think about time-wise how long these are going to match last, these rounds, if we're doing mm-hmm. it by combat rounds, are, you know, one minute is ten rounds, and that is a lot of combat. That's true. So we're looking at, like, these games actually only go very briefly. Gotcha. Okay. So what if... Hmm... What if it's a certain number of player rounds instead of like time? And that makes more sense. Like you have like five or six rounds to get as many points as possible. I like that. I like that a lot. Five to six player rounds. Is it per half? I think we make it per quarter then. So six rounds per quarter? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of playing. That's... <laughs> that, 24 rounds yeah that's a of lot combat. Of, that's a lot of combat maybe we make it halves yeah, yeah let's do I think halves. It's halves yeah yeah six rounds per half so that way you can strategically plan out exactly how much time in the actions you have six, six rounds two halves six rounds yeah. per each yeah okay I think I think that's the trigger halftime triggers the shape of the arena training changing sure but remember but the environmental stay, yeah it has to stay this Oh, so the shape, like it's square or triangular. Or yeah, something I'm changes, just talking. But... Yeah, I'm not saying the like the arena stuff. I'm up to oh. like. I'm just saying like the combat field shape. When we were talking about that, that shifts outside of the environmental change. So okay, triangle, like circle, square, maybe like a cross with little angles, like corners that yeah. people could use. Like there's four shapes, and mm-hmm. those shapes are randomized through the halves, and you have a chance to get those different shapes. I like it. Oh man, I like that shit. Okay. Um, boop. I'm drawing everything down. <laughs> so there are random drops for like items and shit. Yes. There are possibly random effects that can happen across the area or like the terrain changes or like an aspect of the terrain changes. Right? Yeah. There are. One of the things I was going to say is they're like probably one of the more rare ones is it can drop an additional creature with like a gold basket on it somewhere. And that's like worth good points. It's your golden snitch. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But not like not like as broken as it is in those fucking movies. Like that's the only thing you have to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you get 180 points. Like each ball is worth one. Yeah. How is this possible? Here's three points instead of one. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly. And I do Um, love like the harder to reach baskets, depending on the monster too. Like the head basket on an ogre, that might be worth two points instead of one point. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and they're color coded. Like, let's just say a blue basket is worth one. A red basket is worth two. And a gold basket is worth three. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's dependent upon the DM or the coordinators uh, as to where those baskets are positioned with monsters. Yes. This is good. This is good stuff. I like this. So we have, what is, what is, I guess, what are the mechanics of the ball? Is there one ball on the field? I think. What if <gasps> the balls are creatures? Okay, tell me more. 
You, there's those fucking things. What are they? The the things from Mechina. Yeah, the little oh, the little robots. Crap. Yeah, the little robot balls. Yeah. They have a bunch of those. Let's see constructs. CR low. Um, where are they? Damn it! I'll cut all this out. Modrons. Yeah, Modrons. Or mon- monodrones. Whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what they you're literally about. look like a snitch with legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But essentially those things are running around the map and you have to like do enough sleep damage to those to turn them into balls the so they ball. go to sleep yes yes and they have they have like five hit points so the threshold is non-existent on them you can attack them so they go to sleep yeah then you use them as the ball to throw it in the basket perfect that's and perfect. if you get get it in and uh, I think they stay asleep for the whole round if you put them to sleep. That's perfect. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, you have to knock out the balls. And let's say there's, like, five of them scattered around the arena. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, or they, like, drop in throughout the round. Like, you know, one yeah. of the random things could be two more balls. Are if somebody there. And if somebody scores a goal, then a fresh one yes. drops in. Exactly. And these things can also fly, so it's more fun that, like, some of them are in the air. Yeah, some of them, like, buzzing around and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, my God. I love the idea that the ball gets its own turn. Yeah. God. This combat has just, I think, any more, and this will be insane to try and run as a dungeon master. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah. be a lot to handle. So yeah. this is, this is, this is like, okay, we're going into the sports ball tournament. <laughs> this is our next two sessions, guys. Prepare yourselves. Yeah, you guys are about to play a game of sports. So why don't you just go easy on me? Buckle. I'm going to skip next week's session <laughs> so I can, so I can, can settle in. Um, so what are we calling this game? What are we calling it? I, my mind immediately jumps to Monster Mash. Monster Mash is very good. But that makes it sound like you're beating up the monsters. Yeah. What about... Um, There's a Graveyard Smash. Oh, dude, can you imagine a vampire round? Oh, where my vampires God. got like baskets on his chest and one be... bouncing on his head. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> be so embarrassing. Um, let's see. What about? Oh, let's see. There's there's a bunch of baskets and balls involved. What about soccer? <laughs> or football? <gasps> no, that's what they call it in England. Like a trademark sued. Okay, so okay. name. Okay, so he, so. Um, so, mm, monoball, drone, drone, something to do with the ball we could do as well. That's always popular in sports. Yeah. Um, drone strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we can't, my we God. Can't you insane um, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Because the monster is different every time. The ball is the same, but the monsters are different. Um, yeah this is hard Good name. we can cut all this out too yeah our, us flailing yeah flailing mentally what if there was a sports game called uh Blunderball. Blunderball is good, actually. Blunderball? Because of the chaos of the battlefield and people like blundering and and yeah. like, there's it and it assumes room for mistake and error too. I like the name Blunderball. 
Blunderball. Blunderball. It also sounds fun to say. Yeah, Blunderball is just great. Being announcer, an announcer. Welcome to Blunderball 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Blunderball. Binary pals. Blunder. Oh man, we're annoying radio hosts. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, so we've got Blunderball. We've got Blunderball. I'd like to posit a soft, wholesome origins for this sport. Oh, okay. I should have known. Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's the sport originates. Sure. um, Long, long ago. It has a legacy, hundreds of years being played across across the continent. But long, long ago, um, before even, you know, the founding of the dwarf and the pillars and all that, it was a small village. um, And there was this monster that just kept decimating the village and they just could not get it taken care of uh and it never really killed people but it would destroy buildings and make a mess and all those kinds of things and what they eventually figured out is that the monster just wanted to play and was lonely so they came up with a a game to play with it so that they could get the monster's energy out so that it wouldn't rampage through the village thinking it was playing Oh, he just had monster zoomies. He had monster zoomies, and he was blundering through the village, destroying things. And they were like, you and know that's what? Where it, got its name. it got its name there, and it became <gasps> Blunderball. Oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> oh. We should really kill him though. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine the elders at one point like, this is adorable, and I'm very glad we don't have to rebuild the village every week. We should kill the Demon King, though. Yeah, Whatever this, this thing this is. is the problem. The King of Monsters. <laughs> he needs to die. <laughs> and that's how you got Blunderball. I love it. I love it so much. That's, oh, man. That's the history. It may be completely inaccurate, too. It's been hundreds of years. But that's the narrative history of Blunderball. I would love the idea of there's, like, Blunderball celebrities. Like, people well-known for the game. Yeah. Yeah, I love around that. the world. Oh yeah, there's oh. definitely like there's definitely teams for each city, like you oh, know the pillar pilots and the oh. um like really bad names too with dumb mascots like 100 percent and diehard fans. That's so good. Yeah, <laughs> the glass city sweepers, like <laughs> <laughs> the broken tree murderers. <laughs> literally their name that's so good i love it oh that's that's our that's our our whole and definitely like there are diehard fans like if there's a blunderball tournament going on there are people like decked out in like face paints for their favorite teams and like you know all that jazz god that's fucking good beautiful okay i love it so we've got mechanics we've got some history We've got some some culture around it. What, do we want to like have key figures that are a part of this? Are there like famous retired Blunderball players in the world? I think that would be more up to the DM of the mm. person who's running the world. I think that's uh, valid. I just like the idea that they exist. <laughs> yeah, they they should be. We highly recommend that they be in there. And there's yeah. like there's yeah. chance. Ole ole. That's a soccer thing, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I think so think so yeah uh so (laughs) we've (laughs) blundered our way through making a sport 
we it should be called flounder ball with how much we flounder through this episode <laughs> oh my god that's beautiful dude that's a good origin story better than batman i would say <laughs> my mind just immediately started attempting to construct a sport based on the batman narrative you're gonna kill somebody's parents uh, yeah they shoot both then... parents before the kid gets away yeah <laughs> so you can see them both die <laughs> <laughs> and then 40 years later, he comes back as a vigilante. <laughs> and then you have a Why we... cat and mouse hey. game. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Bruce Wayne's parents, don't walk down Crime Alley. That's rule number one. I guarantee it was named that before you died there. <laughs> so blaming don't fucking walk down Crime Alley with your son <laughs> after watching a movie. It's not okay. Martha, I think, is her name. Jesus Christ. Come on, Martha. Stop oh, dying Lord. in Crime Alley. Oh, it's all I ever hear about when Batman comes up is how his parents die. <laughs> That's the best part, Sean, obviously. Wow. Yeah. And then they leave it to go to oh, some monk training where he gets kung fu. And yeah, he falls down a well and there are some bats. Listen, my least favorite thing about Batman is how every version of him is the most powerful per- person in the DC universe. <laughs> it's so weird. It used the to be charming. It's crazy. getting old. <laughs> It's getting old. Have so some real problems, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you billionaire white guy. So, Josh. Yeah. Do you have any qu- of those questions you like to throw out to distract me when I get off topic? Oh, yeah. Hey, Sean, focus. Over here. You see it? Oh. Do you see the shiny? Oh, I asked for it. Yes. The shiny? Okay, look at the shiny. I yeah, asked for that. A, a shiny. Yeah, you Wait, did ask for the shiny question. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have this week's question, uh, and there's no name attached to this one, but thank you for the individual who, or to the individual who asked it. Thank you, Bruce Wayne. Uh, so Bruce Wayne asked, when I'm stuck home brewing for my world, I often draw cards from a tarot deck for NPCs, stores, plot hooks, or monsters. What methods do you have for helping get past world building block? Interesting. Yeah. That's real interesting. The tarot card idea. I like that. I, I kind of am like... I know I have actually looked at Magic the Gathering cards before for inspiration, like just throwing really? a bunch on a table and been like, mm, boop. That's a recent yeah. thing I've been doing because I only just started, thanks to Sean, playing You're welcome. Magic the Gathering. I appreciate you. Only Commander. That's right. We stand Commander in this house. Um, but go-to, go-to methods for inspiration. Other than, I mean, we always say the media thing, right? Like watch movies, read books steal from existing ips i mean yeah those are those um, are a given that's our default there's stuff that i go there's a few subreddits that i have saved just in case i like want to look for inspiration about something uh it's all the like imaginary characters or imaginary landscapes subreddits those ones are really good for like just showing you images and giving you almost writing prompts in a picture, which works for me sometimes. Um, and I'll just gravitate towards something and I'll just come up with a whole new idea based off of some really cool art someone did. Uh, so just online art would work really well for me, usually. I have two. I have an Instagram board and a Pinterest board for each campaign, like based off of... of so the exact same thing. like obsessively compiling images uh and a lot of the time it'll just be like i want to do something brain dead so i'm laying on the couch flicking through instagram 
And, you know, you click on one image and then a bunch of other images come in. So once you start down the fantasy setting, you just scroll and favorite the ones you like. And so I have on Instagram, like a whole thing there. And then the other night I was doing it for for Conundrum Company with Saltmarsh because we were making character boards for a game that Sean runs that we play in. Um, and I was like, oh, man, this would be good for CC. So I kicked that off for Conundrum Company and Pinterest. And I could just lose hours to that of like brain dead time. <laughs> that I can come back to later and just scroll through and go, aha, this is good. Uh, this I is think, where I truly belong. I think the other, there's two other things that I use a fair amount of other than movies and media. One is just staring into the void. And that sounds really weird, but like quiet. Honestly though. Yeah. Big same. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fully. Like I'll be, I would, this is awkward, but one of the places that inspiration strikes me most is standing in the shower. Like, I'll be standing there, and sometimes you kind of, like, space out, forget you're in the shower, and I'll be like, oh, this is That's where you came with a feel near. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Likely. big, wet, sexy guy. (laughs) Like, like just some place that brings you... um, I don't even, if, not necessarily if it brings you peace, but a space where you can let your thoughts wander and not be distracted by like, I know I just said sit on your phone and scroll through, but also yeah. not having your phone in front of you. If you have a space where you can just be like drifting, I'll come up with ideas before bed. Uh, the problem is then I'll wake up to write them down so I don't forget them. And then I have to go get myself to go back to sleep. But Gotcha. Like letting your you mind. You can also just go for a walk. I find that helps sometimes. Like before I actually run the session, I just go for a walk, play some music, clear my mind. That way I can come back and just make stuff up easier. That's so good. That's um, good. Or like Josh says, just think about something. Just keep saying the thing you want to focus on over again in your head. Like, all right, I need a new store. All right, what's the store going to be? What do they need? What does the party need? Okay, they need an uh, herbalist. Okay, what's a weird thing for an herbalist to do? Well, he keeps domes of glass in his house. He has like little, little botanical gardens everywhere. Like what that shit just sort of falls into place. Yeah. Once yeah. you get on an idea too, that's it. Then it's done in ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> and getting that idea wrapped around to other ideas is always a bonus. Like, you get, okay, well, this is a cool idea, and it feeds into this thing. Easy. Ooh, this is perfect. Yeah. So good. And use it feed into each other is my favorite. And you can also use your own work as inspiration, right? Like if you've created your alchemist and you're like, okay, what does what is their next door neighbor about? Does their next door neighbor hate this guy? Why does he hate them? Does he run a store that is like constantly interrupted by the stench of this terrarium store he's running? Like you can do that too and piggyback off of things that you've started. Yeah, big to. farts. Yeah, big farts. The big farts. other thing that I'll mention really quick, and this is still in the veins of stealing, stealing, borrowing from IPs, um, mm-hmm. is there are so many fantasy worlds to find out there outside of D&D. Um, again, like I reference Warhammer 40k and things like that, but they mm-hmm. have hundreds upon hundreds of lore books, right? Like each yeah. time a new edition of Warhammer 40k comes out, there are 30 books released with lore and it's very interesting, well-thought-out, well-written lore. Going and just reading through a couple of paragraphs of that, I'll come away like, 
okay, that's cool. Now, what if it was something like this instead? And so, like, mm -hmm. they, it seems almost like you're reading a historical manual for fantasy. That helps me, too. I mean, yeah. Seeing how other mediums do it can help you focus on how to do it in yours better. You can see where the connections can be made, where it's okay to change things. I don't read, so I'm not really one to talk, but Josh reads a lot. and He does great with it, so trust him and what he says. It just shows that there's many different ways, because Sean does phenomenal. This is the way. Or this. Is that, <laughs> that's the thing I said before about meme shit. Just steal a bunch of dirty memes. Just there's a little, there's a little desert planet where there's a big sand dragon snake that you gotta feed a cow to blow it up. World building. <laughs> a masterpiece. I didn't even think of that myself. I stole it all from, I don't know, I'm gonna let you in on the thing. That's from the Mandalorian. No. So. Yes. I don't know much about the Star Wars. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a fan uh, myself. I don't. You know. It's from Calterim. Yeah, the, the Mandalorian. That's the, the one about that guy with the metal helmet. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so much sass. There's a lot of sass coming off of me these days. Sass I don't know why. I think it's because I'm outraged. <laughs> I'm furious at all this world building I'm not doing right now. You could be building a world and instead you're talking. I could be easily just throwing stuff together in my world that I'm building. You do have like some cool stuff. Give, let's give an example, Josh. Go ahead and throw some world together right now. Just a world or? Yeah, just use all the examples you just talked about and throw me together a world. Okay. Or, or here. part of a world. I have magic something. cards in my hand. We're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, pull them. Okay, okay. No, don't look at them. Okay. You're just going to pull the. Like, the middle of the deck, pull out a magic card. I'm going to watch you do it. Hold it up to the camera so I can see it. So here we go. Okay, okay, okay. You looked at the camera. <laughs> You're right. Let's, you son of a bitch. This is I, very hard I'm to holding, do. Hold on, hold I'm on. I'm holding hold on. him honest, audience. I'm holding okay, him honest. I'm I watched away. him do it. I'm looking it. away. I have the okay, card. Okay, okay, okay. I can confirm okay. he's looking okay. away. I'm doing this one. Oh, God, no. What have we picked? All right, go for it. Tegrid's Shadow. Each player okay. sacrifices two creatures, and it's got foretelling. The artwork on this is like this haunting wall with this these three party members standing and this weird warped shadow coming off the back of them. So what I'm Ooh. thinking is there's some sort of catacomb that has a... Uh... Oh, no, I'm changing my mind. We're going to do a store off of this. Okay. There is a store that is run by the shadows of the party members who walk into it. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> That's it. That's fucking badass. That's our inspiration. Like everyone has their own personal shopping assistant. Mm -hmm. They walk it's in just your own and you exchange with it. And there is some sort of like greater eldritch entity that forms and kind of manifests and backs these shadows. But your own wow. shadows is that imposition upon reality. And that is what Jesus. manages it. Boom! <laughs> so no, no one actually works there except for your shadow. Your shadow, yes, who represents some sort of thing from beyond the ether. That, I think that's a um, Cthulhu-esque. It's one of those, I don't know the guy's name, the super racist guy who made old monsters. Oh, Lovecraft? Yeah, it's a Lovecraftian thing called The Village. I believe it was in Taliesin's oh, Cthulhu one shot. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. 
great mind. That's badass, though. That's, um, see, see, here's the best part about that card. I came up with something totally different. Okay, like so what, what did you get from the inspiration? Well, yours was better. Yours blew mine out of the water. But I was thinking, like, there's a certain like path or like way forward the party can't get past unless they kill two people in front of the wall. And if you sacrifice two people in front of the wall, you can go inside. <laughs> that's so. That's the only way through. So good. <laughs> that's such a good encounter. Oh my god. You have to kill two people. We, we, you are a murderer now. Yeah, I completely yeah. threw away the mechanics of the card and just obsessed on the artwork. But I mean, that's too. That, hey, listen, inspiration comes from everywhere in all sides and places. I couldn't see the artwork. Yeah, so I, I, I had the, I had the benefit of the artwork, and uh, so that's that's so good. Like, that's such a good example. Out. Two ideas from a magic card that no one will ever use outside of standard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Random ass card. Fucking trash ass card. Yeah. Get it out of here. So, I don't want to see. If you're really struggling, go out and buy a booster pack of magic cards and throw Literally, them on the yes. table. That's <laughs> how you get into Magic the Gathering. Anytime you find yourself in any sort of word or writing block, you go out, you buy a single pack of any Magic the Gathering cards you want to buy, just a single pack they have available at your local store, and you open it and you write about one of the cards in there not every card even just one of the cards in there you write about and also wizards of the coast where's our fucking sponsorship we for just reals, gave them guys. a call to action for free for right? two of your products <laughs> for two of your products for D and magic the gathering we blended them together I about just... as good as you did in your ravnica book and also your Theo- theros book so Wink, that's a free much, advertisement much. again. That's yeah. three advertisements that's, in one. So. We're here for you. And genuine, My phone is always on. I've, I haven't heard it ring once. <laughs> I've never heard that <laughs> advice before, Magic. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Seriously. Man, we're good. I think they're going to call it this time. I think they heard I us. I think so, yeah. Definitely. I think I got that message. Now that we've yelled at them on our podcast. <laughs> Loud and clear. We love your products. We love you. We fault you. Not at all. Sorry, we're idiots. Yeah, we can't help ourselves. It's just the way we are. If you don't want to call us, it's fine. We won't, we won't hold it against yeah. you. Love your work. You guys are the best. So, Josh, mm. I think we did pretty good. I think we did. I I, we are did there any... I don't, I don't have anything else to throw out there. Do you? Um, I don't know. Did we help? Let's reread the question. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sometimes we forget the question and go answer our own question. So the question yes. was, from no name... When I'm stuck homebrewing for my world, I often draw cards from a tarot deck for NPC stores, plot hooks, or monsters. What methods do you have for helping get past world building block? I think we actually answered the question this time. Well, no name. You just got to change out the cards you're using if you get blocked. Yeah. Tarot cards is only a limited number of those. Magic has like 50 fucking years of printing cards to pick from. That's true. That's true. Go on EDH rec and just type in a word. <laughs> tarot cards is really good, though. Like I may, I may go. My really wife loves tarot. I may like, I may liberate this this world building, world block maneuver. I'm gonna see some really devastatingly obvious changes come to Josh's <laughs> writing in the next month or so. <laughs> you look to the stars, and there's a giant thumbs up going, "Good job, guys." I don't know anything about Whoa, tarot. just like tarot cards. I, I know. It's the big thumbs up card, which means good things yes. ahead. You, you see an upside down tower. That's a tarot card, right? Actually, you know what's funny is the thumbs up is a really good tarot card because if it goes facing down towards it's you, it's just this. Down, yeah. It's down. It's thumbs, thumbs up down. or down. Which way is the thumb pointing? Yes. Yes. 
Oh my god. Well, okay, Sean, so if folks really, really wanted to send in great questions like No Name did, where would they send them to? That's a great question, Josh. Why don't you tell everybody? I've got... No, I've got... got... <laughs> you just... That wasn't even an attempt to facade it this time. You just threw it back in my face. Instead, Josh? Uh, LordDumbQuestions at gmail.com or at Lord on Twitter. Did you get that last part? Can you say it again, but louder and at, slower? At uh-huh. the Lord Dump on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, thank you, Sonny. I couldn't hear you the first time. Oh my God, I said it so slow. Josh got super older I've than he was. <laughs> Where am <laughs> there's I? An, there's an age beyond thirty-five. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> If you have any questions for the Lord, I'm going to ask him in those two, three places. We'll be sure to answer them live on the show. Uh, make sure you... Oh, he's giving me the old man stare now. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking monster. I think I forgot where he is. Uh, anyways, <laughs> this has been the Lord. <laughs> oh. A boop-a-doop-boop. Oh, well, boop-a-doop-doop-doop-doop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop. That he remembers. Accent is that I all? I don't know, but it's coming. What are you, Tommy Pickles' grandfather? <laughs> Dude, insanely dated reference. Oh man, Sloan's right. No. <laughs> oh man. Holy First, the general grievous thing, and know this: I'll never live it down. Hello there.